Welcome to the V-Spot Podcast. This good night. Good night. <laughs> good night and good luck. I'm Kat. That's Danny. Silent producer Andy. Good night and good luck. What is the V-Spot? Oh, it's a survival podcast for best friends. Vegan. It's not even vegan <laughs> The vegan it's went survival, out the window. It's a survival veganish podcast Bye. for best friends. There was something... Um, I can't remember when I was thinking of it, but there was something I was thinking the other day that we also were, and now I can't remember. Funny. Funny. A survival veganish comedy podcast. Comedy podcast for, for best, best friends. friends. Yeah. We're definitely that. Yeah. That's. Yeah. And tonight we leaned into the vegan yeah, side. Yeah. See, funny, I forgot that we're veganish because the tonight, one night that that's we do actually vegan what we stuff. are yeah. is vegan podcast. Yeah. Food motivated. <sighs> Always, every day. Yeah. That's the quickest and most efficient way to my heart. Honestly, isn't that a thing mm-hmm. that like people say is like the way to someone's heart is through their stomach? Yeah. And like, I Mine mean, I guess technically. my hands because you're putting the food in my hands. Your paws. In my paws. <laughs> Put the sausage. In my paws. Did you ever see, um, you know, the granola brand Bear Naked? Yeah. Did you ever notice on the back it says approved by bears? <laughs> Or something like that. Uh, is this like the polar bear? Didn't we say that in an episode? Yeah, the the, the, the water from the bears. Yeah, the yeah, bears. But it made me laugh because I have a bag of their like little <laughs> peanut butter granola bites in my office. Mm-hmm. And on the back it says, I think it's approved by bears. <laughs> I think that's what it says. We're back to and the bears. And it made me laugh because of the bears. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, tonight we had a guest who bared it all to us (laughs) about her vegan journey (laughs) oh man it's so good hurts me yeah it's good um and uh and she fed us some good good cheese yeah she did um and yeah and then uh we had a good interview so um here's that here it is it's funny that you said, and I'm, I haven't said her name yet because we like to keep it a mystery. Mm-hmm. And then what we do is, even though you said, leave it up to us, we pretty much just like throw the ball at you. Yeah. Like we just go, oh, look, we have a guest. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you know, I, I'm a talker. That's, oh, good. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah. So, that's like requirement number one for a podcast, I think. So, so that works you well for us. Have to worry about, uh, you don't have to worry about that. If anything, you'll have to reel me, reel me in. I did pour myself a glass of wine. Hopefully that's all right. Oh. That got two thumbs up from Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I also say, yes, that's great. Perfect. Yeah. I figured, um, you know, just <laughs> as long as you don't hear me slurping it, we ought to be all right. <laughs> That's okay too. Actually, we would prefer you do that mostly because it drives Andy nuts. He like will it'll tweak him out. So if you like accidentally slip and he can't yell at you either because you're the guest. So he can't be like, don't do that. That's right. He's so melancholy right now. (laughs) Anyways, mysterious guest, can you introduce yourself? Uh, Your name, uh, who you are, what you do. Yeah. And your vegan story started like what you do and then how you got to be a vegan. How I got to be a vegan. Yeah, certainly. Yep. Well, my name is Sharon Gregory, um, also known as the Happy Vegan. And I actually, I started my vegan journey about six years ago. And it was the result of a cancer diagnosis. Um, 
And, you know, that can certainly be shocking in its own sense. Um, at that point, I was, um, I was not uh, vegan. Um, I never even thought of being vegan, quite honestly. Talked to one of my friends, um, told her about my cancer diagnosis and the treatments I was going to be going through. And she said to me, have you ever thought about changing your diet? And her name's Stephanie. And I said, Steph, I said, why on earth would I want to change my diet? I mean, I eat really healthy and I'm healthy and I exercise. And, and um, she said, no, she said, you eat a lot of cheese. So, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, cheese is good for you, right? I mean, lots of protein and it's my go-to snack. I eat it at every meal and in between meals. And she said, she, she, she actually recommended a book for me. Um, I don't know if you've read the Chris Carr's Crazy Sexy Diet. No. Well, it was a life changer for me. Um, Chris Carr had a stage four like liver cancer, inoperable diagnosed when she was like 21 years old. And um, she chose to take matters into her own hands. And that was really following a holistic approach. And of course, one of the one of the key factors there was um, going vegan. So I read that book, and the next day, I read it in one day. It was that like <laughs> I was like that. Actually, I was kind of ticked off when I read that book, and I was like, "How come nobody told me this stuff before?" Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm." I was. I was really angry. And, but so, but I was so intrigued with this book. I just read it in one night, super easy read. And next day I said to my husband, um, I'm going, I'm going to do this vegan stuff. And he said, oh, okay. And the next day I cleared out my refrigerator and decided, I mean, you know, that was it. That was it. And I can remember my, uh, my, my surgery. Uh, my mother-in-law brought me over a beef bourguignon and a stew, you know, and mm-hmm. and it was like not eating it, you know. It was like the my my new life, and I've never looked back since. And so, while I started my vegan journey just purely, purely person for personal reasons, um, it's transitioned to so much more than that. And um, now, even if somebody told me that, you know what? Eating a vegan diet will probably kill you. Let's just say, let's just pretend, like, let's just go out there on a limb, right? Because, I mean, that would just be craziness, but let's just pretend. And if somebody told me that, I would still be vegan just because, Same. like, it's so much, you know what I mean? It's like so much bigger than mm-hmm. me. Like, I started down that journey, and that was my, and my journey involved a lot of education. And, and like I said, when I was reading that first book, I was, I was angry because I just, I never even thought about these things and it was so hidden from me and um, never even thought about, about animals and I'm an animal lover, but I guess, you know, you just live with those blinders on and, and, and all of that. So, um, like I said, what started out as just a personal, um, for personal health reasons has just grown into, into so much more. So that's um, that's why I started uh, my vegan journey. I think that's really admirable um, because going through cancer mm-hmm. and then at that same time making a lifestyle change that is being vegan, like that's a lot all at once, but it's really 
I don't know. It's really brave and really cool. So I don't know. It had to be somewhat empowering too to be like, okay, I'm going to make this, this change. And like, I'm, you know, people have informed me now that it can help me heal. And, you know, you've never looked back, but Mm -hmm. I had that same thing um, with just when I started learning about veganism of almost feeling betrayed that I didn't know. Yes. You know, like, why didn't anyone tell me that that you know my hamburger wasn't just a hamburger like right or my cheese primarily like cheese and milk things that people don't think about very directly like why didn't anyone tell me it was this bad yeah right. or what or what went through what an animal went through to to end up like that too mm-hmm. you, you know it's it's yeah it just it, it was yeah I, I would say betrayal is a good is a good way to describe that too yeah mm-hmm. yeah and that's why, like, I think for us, it's so important to educate other people. And sometimes I'm, I don't know if you've ever been met with this. People get a little mad when you don't question their choices, but you tell them like, Hey, okay. Yeah. You know, here's just, so you know, like, yeah, that, that cheeseburger is really great, but like, here's what had to happen to get you there. Or, like, here's what it'll do to your body or here's what it does to the earth. Sometimes people get a little mad, but it's yeah. so important to educate because you're giving that option if nothing else of being like well okay just so you know nobody told me so I want to make sure to tell you like early Mm -hmm. on here you go or like stop you now before you get to be you know a thousand more years and twelve thousand more hamburgers in Mm -hmm. or something yeah well and and you're absolutely right because I'll tell you it's really hard especially if a friend or a loved one is facing other health issues um whether it's cancer or you know diabetes or you name it and you know, like you know in your heart that just by making some positive lifestyle changes can you know reverse a lot of things or a, a, at least minimize the impact. And and it's really difficult um, when you do try to have those conversations um, with those folks, and and they don't want to hear it. And so you just have to let them hopefully come to come to terms on their own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um my dad uh was recently diagnosed with leukemia and oh, he um he had a bone marrow transplant in December and he is um he's on the mend and he's doing really, really well now. Um, but uh, you know, of course, even though he's better, you know, it, being his vegan daughter, it's I'm always the one who's like, you shouldn't be eating that. Like I really wish you would listen to me and change some of your habits and this and that. And I've been trying to, you know talk to him and educate him since he was first diagnosed and it's really difficult because he's you know he's a 64 year old Italian man who just is set in his ways (laughs) (laughs) you know and so um he's really not trying to hear it um which is also interesting because my mom is predominantly vegan she has her her not so vegan moments um periodically with peanut m&ms and baked goods and (laughs) And the like, she doesn't ask a lot of questions where cookies are concerned. Um, but <laughs> she, um, you know, she does a lot of the cooking for them at home and stuff. So, you know, by default, sometimes he is eating vegan. But if he requests something else or, you know, what have you, she will cook it for him. She doesn't, um, you know, really put her foot down in the ways that yeah. I wish that she would. Um, yeah. and so I totally get that. It, it's very frustrating. Mm, yeah, I can appreciate that. And actually, similar story happened with my dad who, um, this was several years ago, he was 75 and I was uh, traveling for work and I was at, I was at an airport and my dad called me and said, Sharon, 
I just watched What the Hell. He said, <laughs> you have to teach me and Vicky, that's, that's his wife. You have to teach me and Vicky how we can do this. And I said, dad, you better believe it. Do you, ha- do you have time right now until I get on the plane? Let's start talking. And, uh, for, oh, I'd say for over a year, they went, um, they, they, they went full on vegan. Dad's cholesterol went down. His blood pressure got to normal. He took off 30 pounds. He was having no knee pain, you know, and it was just like, wow, you know, it was, it was just really, really cool. But he had to come to that decision on his own. Sure. And then, so that's your origin story, mm-hmm. if you will. And so now you approached us with food, which is like (laughs) the best way to approach us. Um, So tell us about your blog and your, um, you're a health coach too. Yeah. Yeah. So So like, how did you get there and nacho, no cheese? Because we honestly need to highlight that for at least Mm -hmm. 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us, I guess, a a little bit more about that and how you got to where you are today. Well, so when I, when I started the whole vegan journey, I just, you know, I just bought all the books I could just started just self learning and just doing, I'm doing as much as I, as much as I could. And um, I have an, a, an event center. I've got, I've got a couple of other businesses, but one of my other businesses is an event center. Hmm. So, and you know, we do weddings and whatever, corporate events, all kinds of stuff. But I thought to myself, because I got so passionate about the vegan lifestyle and I actually have a background in teaching. And um, I thought to myself, I need to tell the world about this, right? I'm going to change the world. And, uh, um, and I really wanted to maybe make it more information, more accessible. Um, because again, it goes back to my, my thoughts, uh, what I said before about just being like feeling, why did I not know this already? So I thought, well, I could use my event center to just do some healthy cooking classes. And so I did, I thought, well, why not? I'll, Put some, you know, some ads out there. I'll teach some people how to juice. Um, you, you know, that was what, what I started doing was teaching people how to juice because I became a real big fan of juicing um, throughout my through my cancer treatments and so forth. So, um, so I started doing these cooking classes, and I had one of the ladies who was there say um, she loved the class, and she said you should go to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. That's IIN. It's just an online kind of course, and and um, and they they certify holistic health coaches. And she said, and you'll be able to learn just so much on, on, under that one platform. So I thought, why not? Uh, so I enrolled in the IIN program, and as a result of that, then received my um, holistic. Uh, health coaching certification and and did that did that for um did that for a couple of years actually um and but during that whole time so that's how the the whole health coaching thing came about mm-hmm. um and then I did a lot of cooking classes using my venue uh but then also kind of going on the road too and 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 doing classes for companies or really whoever wanted to learn um and but throughout this whole journey, as I said initially, I had quite a love of cheese, 
Um, that was probably the only, that was probably the only thing that was hard for me to give up was, was cheese. You know, I, I found out. I think out it was that, for everyone. Yeah. yeah you know, I mean, because, because it's like, like chicken. All right. You don't, you, you really don't like the taste of chicken. I, I don't think anybody really just likes the taste of chicken. I mean, maybe Thank they do. You. That's what Danny says all the time. I say I mean, it all the time. Like, what's on it? It's like how you season it. It's like how you prepare it. You know, I don't care if you take a slab of cardboard. I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. But you're not. Like, you know what I'm saying. It's like if you season that thing up, I don't care what you're eating. It does not need to be an animal, right? So I, so that was really easy for me to give up the, the whole meat thing, especially when I started to understand about what was really going on with, um, you know, with these poor animals. And I'm like, I would never eat my dog. So I'm not, you know, like, I don't ever want to eat an animal. Right. But cheese, boy, that, that was a little bit tougher. And so, you know, I start shopping around and, um, probably the first time I ever even went into a whole foods, quite honestly. Uh, when I went into my vegan uh, journey. And so I'd buy a bunch of stuff and I'd be like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Because there's some really, there's some really good um, cheeses out there, like Miyoka's. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, I love that. I had uh, veal life um, feta on my salad tonight. Oh, my Delicious. God, it's my favorite. Delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, I made this, like, I just call it the refrigerator salad because I started going for a Mediterranean thing. Not really sure if I ended up with that, but um, but I had the the feta on there, and oh, so delicious! And like I could find some of those things that were really good, but I wanted something snacky. Like I wanted something like that I could just like dip stuff in, or um, like or sandwiches or wraps. Like and like I always ate mayonnaise and cheese on sandwiches, so I wanted something that I could kind of like use more like a condiment and. Um, I love to be in the kitchen. You know, that's my Italian heritage. Um, I think just, you know, put me in the kitchen and I'm pretty darn content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just started experimenting in the blender with different cheeses. Some of them are really God awful. Um, <laughs> and, and I, I stumbled across those. So I start mixing different things and, and I, and I'd always write things down just in, in case I ever really, did something that was worthy of reproduction and um and the nacho no cheese uh, came like was a real hit i tasted it and i gave it to my husband immediately and he was like oh my god he's like this is amazing so and he ate like the whole jar and said he said this is like healthy crack i mean that's terrible to say <laughs> and i i'm sorry but no but it's true and um and so anyway I was like yeah I nailed it you know and that mm-hmm. you know how it is like you're in the uh-huh. kitchen and you make something and you're like ah this would satisfy even the hardest core carnivore like that's kind of mm-hmm. like how you know you want right whenever anybody yep. could eat it and so I don't know I took it to some family functions and everybody was like oh my gosh this stuff is amazing and I wouldn't even tell people it was vegan because like immediately they just think it's gonna you know, be horrible mm-hmm. uh, so so you know I was just making it for my own use and I can remember just that was my that was my snack during actually during my chemo I can remember just like like having and chips like tortilla chips corn chips and and nacho no cheese and and um and at that time I didn't have it named yet it was just like my cheesy stuff and and then 
I had it in my event center, like just very random. I, I had it as a snack at my event center and, and there was a group that was doing a, some corporate event. And I knew the woman who was one of the speakers and she came up to my office and I was eating mine. I was sitting at my desk eating this nacho no cheese. And she's like, oh, what you eating? And I told her, I said, here, have some. And she said, oh my gosh, this is amazing. She called in one of the other presenters who happened to have a small grocery store chain mm. in the area, in the Pittsburgh. I'm in, located in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, and, um, and, and she tried it and she said, Sharon, this is, this is exceptional. She said, if you can make this shelf stable, I'd put it on my shelves. Hmm. Well, dang. Challenge you know, like you. <laughs> Well, I, I certainly need a third business, right? So um, I decided that, wow, that's, you know, that was quite a, that was, that was, that was quite a bold statement. I thought, well, you know, before I jump too far into this, let's just test it out at some like farmer's markets and like little events locally, just to kind of see what do people think about this? And the response was, was really amazing. And so I got serious about trying to figure out how to make it shelf stable. And, and um, I couldn't do that in my kitchen, I knew, uh, because it was going to have to be like, like canned, you know, and I just mm-hmm. don't have, I, I just don't have that, that equipment here. And to do a, something like that in your house, like you can't have dogs or they have to be separate. And I mean, my dogs are my babies, so I need to outsource this. I was turned down by 30 manufacturers, co-packers, that's what they're called, contract Wow, wow. Turned down by 30 co-packers about making this product because it was a, uh, it was a uh, high, uh, a low acid or a high pH product that they couldn't, like it was go- going to be very complicated to be able to process to get it shelf stable. Mm. Nobody wanted to deal with it. And they're busy. Co-packers just like they're busy. They don't need to try to give some nobody a, some line time for for something that might not result into anything. Well, finally, one of the co-packers actually in Punxsutawney, PA. Um, yeah, Phil, you know, um, Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Punxy Phil. Um, um, after about the third contact with with them, they finally agreed. I don't know. They just probably got tired of me calling and emailing them. And they were finally like, okay, Sharon, you know what? You can, we'll do this. But it's if it goes down the drain, you know it's all at your cost. I get it. <laughs> I understand. You know, like they were not, they, they were not overly enthusiastic about this, but they were willing to give it a shot. So, and going from a little 64 ounce blender to a 50 gallon minimum size that is not it's not a linear equation right so we were up there oh my gosh we must have tasted nacho no cheese in fact the first the first flavor that came out was our tangy and i honestly don't have any idea what that tastes like (laughs) 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 it was just tasting and tasting it was uh you know it was it was a ton of fun um but that that was actually our first product was the tangy flavor um and and so, yeah, the rest, that was in, um, that was in 2016. So four years, yeah, four years ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I think I speak for all of us when I say that that stuff is so good. Thank you. Thank you. It yeah. is healthy crack. It really, yes. it's <laughs> wild because, so cheese is, like, I was also a cheese addict. Me like, too. cheese yes. plates, eat a brick of cheese, like, that was. <laughs> at so, both at the same time. At the same time. One, <laughs> yeah, like, one in each hand. It was crazy. Um, of course. But I was very, and I mean, Violife, um, Miyoko's, all of that's like so recent. Mm. So, and I mean, this is what my fourth year vegan, I think. Um, so, you know, when I first started, I just like had to stop because I did not care for the cheese alternatives yeah. that were, that were out there. Um, and even to this day, anytime I like a cheese product, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. I really hope because vegan <laughs> cheese swings one of two ways. Yeah. It's really good. Or it's really not. And like, I always want to try it because every time it's good, it's so good. And it like really like it speaks to my heart. And so I was like, okay, this nacho no cheese, I hope it's good. And I remember (laughs) trying it and being like, I was like, man, I like, I hope so. Because this is the kind of, like you said, like snacky thing that you want. We love things that can be dipped in. And that I can just, (laughs) I can just put it in my lap because the jar fits perfectly in my (laughs) lap to just eat out of. And I tried it and I was like, okay, it it is good. Mm -hmm. It is. And I was a little shocked. And then like, just in general, I'm always like, no, it is good. Thank, okay. (laughs) I'm like, oh, uh uh-oh. It's so good. And then and by like, the time I got here and Danny and Andy were like, oh, you have to try this cheese that we got sent. More than half the jar was gone. Yeah. I was like, wait, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, because we opened the habanero one first because Andy's a spicy person. That's like, my really, favorite. really spicy. And I'm like, pretty spicy. So we're like, let's try this first. Let's go for the one that we want to be like the absolute best. And yeah, because Kat was, was coming over, but... um. We, you know, shipped to yeah. us. We usually have everything shipped to us. Our yeah, house. Like, we are we already tried it. Do you want to try the one that we have open? And I was like, oh, yeah, let me try it. And it was like more than halfway empty. It was. And then we're like, okay, but what do you want? Because like now it's it was it was so good. Like chips, pita chips on a spoon. Like it really is you just put the jar in your lap and you just eat from mm-hmm. the jar. Yeah, yeah some people tell me they just, they're glad the jar um, openings are big because they just, like, kind of lick out of it. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's just easy Absolutely. to do that. <laughs> Andy, Andy says, because he texts us so he doesn't speak, uh, he said, don't try to blame me. I didn't eat a quarter of it. No, it was me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the snacker. I am 100%. And I'm also just, like, once I start, I can't stop. Yeah, same. And so if I have the jar in front of me, like sometimes he'll have to come take a snack away from me, but that's at his own risk. I might bite him. Yes. So like I will eat a whole jar of of that. It's just, it really is so good. And like, again, something to be super proud of because vegan cheese is not easy. Thank you. Yeah. It's thank so you. Good. Absolutely. No, thank you, actually. Like, uh. It's so tasty. Um. Goodness, what was I going to say? So what, when was your like, like, oh, oh, goodness moment? Like, when did it become real for you that you have this, not just like a blog or health coach, but you have this cheese that now is in stores. And like, what did that feel like? Did you ever have like the, what is Andy said? Like the imposter syndrome where you're like, oh, this is mine. And I'm doing this thing. It's, should I be doing this? Like a, did you ever have that moment? Well, yeah, pretty much every day. 
<laughs> I think because, you know, I never really, I never went into being vegan thinking that there would be some business opportunity out of it. Mm-hmm. And I guess, um, I, like it all just, and I certainly never anticipated having a, a food product. Uh, so I would say, I would say when we got into Whole Foods in our mid-Atlantic region, and um, we we were on a big end cap when when they first um, launched us, and this was at a store in the South Hills in the Pittsburgh area. And my husband and I went to the store, and 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 uh, my and my team was there with me too, and. And I stood in front of that end cap and all I saw was nacho, no cheese and some whatever chips they were displaying with it. And I was kind of like, is this even real? How, how is this even real? I'm, I'm seeing, you know, whole foods and this is all nacho, no cheese. It was like a, you know, a six by 12 display and it was just, it was surreal. So I guess that was, um, that 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 might have been the moment that was like, wow, this is really happening. And I feel like that makes sense because Whole Foods is a that's a big, big deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, it's and, not small potatoes. No, no, and and it was just yeah, it was we and prior to that we had gone to the um, specialty food show in um, in New York City, and so this is where there's lots of buyers and and. And just you know, thousands of people tasting your product and, and just getting all the feedback that we did. And I don't know, maybe just that reinforcement, like, wow, this is really good. Although after that show, I was told that my label was bad and I needed to redesign my label. So, um, what, so the current was, label that you have? No, no. Oh. The current label is actually a, <laughs> a, is a, re, is a, is a redesign. Yeah. We had, we had, um, um, you know, my first uh, designed label on there, and we got a lot of um, constructive criticism on that, and and I took that well because I don't know what the heck I'm doing designing a food label. I mean, let's face it, I don't know. So um, we got some really good feedback there, and then I came back to Pittsburgh and and organized a couple of focus groups at my event center to kind of just like. People who never heard of nacho no cheese, people who did. Like I had a variety of people, lots of carnivores, some vegans. And it's like, what do you see whenever you look at this label? And oh my, I got all kinds of good feedback. And that all resulted in pretty much the label that you see now. I was going to say, I was going to be very confused if someone didn't like the current label. Because it was it's very nice. I feel like it's clean, but it's like inviting. You know, it's not too crowded. Oh, it's nice. So, yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, it took a lot of it. It took a lot of work to get to where we are. I mean, obviously, there's always, you know, there's always opportunities for improvement. But then you kind of risk, like, when people start to get used to seeing that, then you're like a little reluctant to, you know, make make too many changes. Well, we recently got non-GMO project verified certification. Oh, wow. Yay. So our labels, so we had to change the label just a little bit so that we could put that little seal on there. And, and we're working now towards getting the um, um, plant-based certification. So we're excited about that. And of course, then there will be another label change just to figure out where we'll put that on the label. Um, but, but yeah, we're, we're, 
pretty happy with how it looks right now. So what else is coming? Are you going to have a fourth business, fifth? How many businesses are you going to end up with? <laughs> yeah, what else right? is? Like, what's up? Yeah. Any yeah. any other future plans for Nacho No Cheese or any uh, sisters or brothers for Nacho No Cheese? Or I mean, I could tell you, but then, you know, what I have to me. Well, um, all right, look, I'm not planning on doing any new flavors necessarily with nacho no cheese, but I certainly have been experimenting with some pretty amazing other kinds of dips um, that would be like, so nacho no cheese falls under the Happy Vegan brand. So nacho no cheese is a product line. And so it would be another sort of product line. Um, so we've got, we've got some thoughts. I've got some thoughts, um, but I'm not ready to launch those yet. Oh, I will tell you dips yeah. in general. I yeah. think I can speak for both Kat and I, yeah. when I say like, that is a, again, a, some, some, something needed in the vegan Open world. a jar and just dig in. But right? yes. It is just the best. Both of us talk about needing crunch. So when we have, I mean, Kat usually puts her crunch oh. in her sandwich. <laughs> I leave mine on the side. But there is nothing. I'm a dip person. If Andy spoke, he would be like, like really backing me up on this. I love dips. I don't know why. I, it's the act of it, the just the snackiness. It's so good. So any yeah. dips that you make, I volunteer to taste test. I can come and help. I oh. it doesn't even matter. Um, it's just it's great. Like. Thank you for the sneak peek and the hope of more dips in my future. Yes. Personally, thank yes. you. <laughs> yes. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a lot of fun. I love being in the kitchen. Love. I, I love to make people smile when I cook for them. You know, it's just like, it's just, I don't know. It just feels so, I get, I get, I just feel so happy when I can make something that somebody loves and I can feel good about giving it to you. I again I think we're I think we're best friends now <laughs> because I'm the same way I think it's like comes from an Italian background yeah. because I I do the same thing we usually are the ones who host like friends holidays and things like that and it's always like oh come to our house and I always make way too much food but oh, I, I have that same feeling I love I love eating love snacking but I love cooking for people I'm always like making things and being like hey Kat I'm gonna bring you this or do you want this like mm -hmm. passing food along it's because the best it's, thing ever yeah the joy <laughs> on her face and I'm just like oh yay it just that's makes how we show love yes, yes. love yep. it's food you know and yeah. and 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 Annie, there's there's really no such thing as too much food. Let me no. just clarify that. There's definitely not. That's fair. Yeah. No. Okay. It's all to me. That's fair. That's what we have freezers for and yes. stuff like that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. So is there anything else you want to uh, kind of sneak in here or talk about that you wanted to bring to the table in particular, Sharon, or anything you want to ask us? We never, we never do that. Yeah, nobody actually. ever asks us anything. Yeah, is there anything really? Else? So you both are cat. You both have cats. Is that right? <laughs> do we ever? Yes. So tell yes. me about tell me about the kitty cats and what what are their names and oh, and do what do they eat? Do they <sighs> do they eat cucumbers and kale sticks like my dogs do? I, I have to know. 
Interesting. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned the cats because I was just shining my flashlight <sighs> into the kitchen because one of my cats was on the stove <sighs> and the other one was about to jump on the counter and follow him. Um, I on have... the stove, that could be potentially a little dangerous. Oh, yeah, no, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and they know they shouldn't do that. They just, like, do not care. No, nope. They do not care. Nope. Um, the other day, one of them almost, we had a candle lit and one of them looked right into the yeah. candle getting close to it and i'm like you're going to light your whiskers on fire 100 percent. they don't care oh um That's i have usually six- very smart yeah well they're defiant they're defiant they just <laughs> don't they don't care they're yeah. smart and they know they shouldn't do something but they just don't care like i feel like that's the difference like of dogs and cats is yeah. dogs are like well i'll do anything for you know for love yeah. and like yeah. I want to behave and I want you to love me. Cats are like you're gonna love me no matter what I do. Even and if I, I know set it. myself on fire. Yeah, even if I set <laughs> myself on fire, you're going to love me. You're gonna That's yell right. at me. and I'm gonna show you how much you're going to love me by That's setting right. myself on fire because I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get I get it. So what are their names? Um, you want me to go? First? Yeah, you go. Okay, first. so I have andy has his head in his hands i don't know why (laughs) i have six cats um yeah i would have many more but i decided to have a husband instead and he said no more cats it's it's a tough (laughs) trade-off it really is um but we'll go in let's see youngest order so we have edward is the youngest one and then i have asparagus is the next Mm-hmm. We call him Gus for short. And then um, I have Charles or Charles Brandon, Duke of Suffolk is his full name. Yes, we just call him true. Charles. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Dante. I have Hohenheim. Van Hohenheim is his full name. And then Lord Fitzwilliam Darcy. Mm-hmm. Is that everyone? That's six. Yeah, that's everyone. That's six. Those yeah. are my, I pull, I like to name cats after things I love, like mm-hmm. classic literature. Or anime or theater yeah. themed and things like that. So I have all these strange names, which is really funny when you like go to the vet. Yes. And they're like, oh, to that. is is this like <laughs> Lord Fitzwilliam Darcy? And I'm like, yes, it is. Like, thank, you. <laughs> thank you for using his for, for acknowledging his real name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm realizing that between the two of us, we have 10 cats because I have four. Yes. That's so many cats. Yeah, it um, is. If we're going youngest to oldest, I have Hamilton. Uh, Alexander Hamilton is his full name. A dot Ham. A dot Ham. Mm-hmm. Um, I have next would be Baby Cat. Her original name was MJ, but she's like the smallest, most she awkward. Has a weird body. She's so like small and strange. And so I always just called her my little baby cat. And because she's like, she she just looks like a small version of a cat, but she's a full grown adult. It's just, she's a very strange, strange. looking cat. Wait, um, how much does she weigh? She's like six pounds. Okay. Um, she, she it's like the shape of her body is kind it's, of what's strange. Yeah. She has like very short legs. When they when I adopted her, they told me they thought she might be part dwarf. Um, but my There's vet thinks that it. Cats. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what they told me. But my vet thinks she might also have um, broken some bones at some point in her life that may have healed strangely. And that's why she is the way she is. She has like stumpy legs. She has like, like, and and when she runs, which she always runs, everything she does is running. And her legs, she like doesn't bend her legs. She just kind of like, (laughs) I'm doing a motion that you can't see, but she like, like kind of hobbles around. She's, she's a very funny cat. Um, 
And then Piper, Piper Hollywell, and Jungle, who I did not name, um, but he came to me at 12 years old. And so I kept his name, um, even though he probably only had that name for a few months because he was only at the shelter for a but few months. Like but he's like totally a jungle yeah, cat. Yeah, and he looks like a jungle cat. So um, I call him Jungle Boogie or um, <laughs> or or Jungle Cat or Jungle Baby. Or with Hamilton, I've taken to calling him Moon Over My Hammy. <laughs> I did not know that till just now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of my cats are called by things that are not their actual name. And oh, with yeah. Baby Cat, it just like stuck. She's now Baby Cat when in reality her name is MJ. Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like all cats in particular, I know my like Fitz, I rarely call him Fitz. I'm always like, he's my little man. He's the little man of the house. Mm-hmm. Andy knows that. Like Fitz is the man of the yeah, house. Yeah, I call Piper. Piper yes. is most often called Roni because she was Pi- she's Piper, which became Piper Roni, the San Francisco treat, which became, <laughs> <laughs> became Piper Roni, which became Piper Roan, which became Roan, which went to Roni. So she's got like all these ridiculous mm-hmm. names that act- don't even sound like Piper but they have evolved into all these different things <laughs> you know and I think their personalities just like shout out these things to us mm-hmm. like it's like so I we have dogs and we've got Japanese chin which are I'm going to say they're like cat dogs or dog cats I don't know which which it would be but they're very cat-like Right. They they clean their paws like cats. They're very, um, you know, they're very inquisitive. They're very um, um, on their own terms sort of dogs. Mm-hmm. And we've got three girls now. We had three boys and um, our first one was Captain. And I have a boat and I named him hoping that he would be like captain of my ship. Turns out mm-hmm. he no. Um, so I couldn't take him over. Um, and that was a real bummer. But then we got, um, we found out that he was really social though. And he liked being around other, other Japanese chin. So we got another one and we named him Morgan. Um, and then we got, so we had Captain and Morgan. And, oh, um, I love that. I love that. <laughs> no judgment, right? And, no. And, um, um, and then we got, um, our, our little Bono Bailey. And so Bono is, um, Bono was, uh, born, he, he was born on St. Patrick's day and my husband's favorite band is U2. And so he just became Bono and, uh, Bailey because he looked like little Bailey's Irish cream. You know? So, mm-hmm. so those were the boys and they all passed and, and so now we've got three girls, and um, they're all named after Australia. I lived in Australia for a couple of years. For um, I was on a project for one of my businesses, and um, and I really really enjoyed living in Australia. So uh, we got Sydney, and well, her name's Sydney. We named we named <laughs> her Sydney. Um, but like you said, we don't call them. The, the, her name her name's Sydney and we call her Sydney but we also call her the queen because she is the queen and um then we have Ozzy and and it's A U S S I E but if you're in Australia they it sounds like you call her Ozzy Osbourne and uh-huh. so 
you know, it's not Aussie. That's how it's spelled. But yeah. like, if you're really in Australia, it's Aussie. So, um, and Aussie is just, we just call her Aussie and pretty girl. And then we got her baby, actually. And her baby, who is all of 3.6 pounds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, full grown, full grown. Now, Sydney, so Sydney's eight pounds. Um, Ozzy's six pounds and Manly is, you know, about three and a half pounds. Oh my God. And her name's Manly because, um, not because she looks Manly, but when I lived in Australia, I lived in a suburb called Manly. So at Manly beach. Um, so, but Manly is, she's my little peanut because she looks like a peanut. Like, you know, that's so small. She looks like a peanut and, um, you know, my cucumbers are bigger than she is. I, I, I get cucumbers yeah. out of the garden. And, and um, but man, is a, she, she, she's a little pistol. She goes out. I have strawberries out in my back, in my backyard. And, and you know what? I did not get one strawberry this year because she goes out and, mm-hmm. and pulls off the leaves, she eats <laughs> the leaves, and then she eats the green berries. And so, but you know, so I buy them strawberries and their favorite treats are That's strawberries and cucumbers and kale sticks. So if you ever wonder what to do with your kale sticks, um, oh. chop them up. And I don't know if your cats would eat them or not, but my dogs love Um, my, my cats will eat anything. Uh, one of my cats loves bread. Like if you like are eating a bagel oh, or a yeah. piece of toast or something, they like bread. Lily um, loves they'll bread. eat things that I'm like, don't please don't lick that. That has gar- okay, you already licked it. Yeah, like <laughs> it's, they'll they'll do anything. So actually, I should try that sometime. Like they get weird about things, or like they they'll lick something sweet, and I'm like, you can't even taste sweet. Yeah. Like what are you? Why are you doing that? My my, my favorite thing is care. milk. Oh they, yeah. They will drink when we have cereal. We love mm-hmm. oat milk. We're like an oat milk house. And they will flock. Oh my God. And they're like, they will sit there and watch and wait for the bowl of milk. And I'm like, haha, you guys think it's dairy. Yeah. My cats don't care about human food at all. My cat, Lily, who passed last fall, she would, no exaggeration, (laughs) rip a piece of pizza out of your hand. Oh my God. Was she wanted it all? Like we used to have to. I can remember when we would order pizza. If there was pizza left in the box, we would have to put like the kettle or something on top of the box if we left the box on the counter because she would she would find a way. Like that pizza was hers. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no. So my girls only get fruits and vegetables and um for snacks. And whenever they hear the peeler come out. They, I don't, they can be in the deadest of all sleeps. Mm-hmm. And I swear, I just open the drawer and just move that peeler. And <laughs> they are on me, jumping up on me, like, because I'm peeling a cucumber, I most likely, it. or carrots. And, and they're, yeah, they're very, very funny. They hear that and the cutting board and, and it's all over with. That's so funny. I love animals. Yeah, no, they're they're the best. They the have best. like these personalities. It's I crazy. mean, today we um we had a baguette. I had a nice baguette that I put some, I sliced up this morning for breakfast. And then I went out to the front porch. We needed some more slices. He came in, got some more, went back out, came in total. This was maybe 45 minutes, an hour that we were outside and like this this baguette was left on the counter in its paper like bag and came back in to go to start our day and there were 
chew marks through it and someone had eaten in the middle through a paper in the middle of the baguette and it was the kitten he gets he also fishes cashews out of if i'm leaving cashews soaking he'll eat those he got into my bag of biscotti yesterday (laughs) oh yeah they're it's yeah these cats run amok and the thing is i can't stop them (laughs) well and and that's like with my dogs they just do not have little ozzy actually i do have a nickname for her and it's gracie because she is the most uncoordinated ungraceful (laughs) gorgeous little animal that you will find and i should keep my voice down because i don't want to hurt her feelings if she hears Um, but they, you know, they, my, my dogs can't get up on, on that. So we can control that. Well, now I do have a question then. Do the cats, have the cats tried nacho no cheese? Not yet. Um, I don't, maybe. Mm, yeah. Oh, it might, if not, I don't think so, but like they probably will at some point. It's yeah. Anything that I leave out at some point and I don't leave stuff on the counter I know they'll get into it but like I can turn my back for a second and if again they're willful cats are willful mm-hmm. creatures yes, so if they, they want something they will get it yeah, and they don't care they'll look at you dead in the eyes mm-hmm. and jump on the counter and do something they're not oh, yeah. supposed to and just continue yeah. looking at you and they're like what are you going to do about it and I'm like okay nothing and you're I'll right. walk away yeah. you're right <laughs> I'm going to do nothing go ahead yeah like you know it's a vegan household I'm not even going to raise my voice yeah like okay bye in fact I'm going to take a picture of you doing it and send it to all my friends <laughs> yes exactly I'm going to put it on the internet yeah you little well, rascal. You know, they are angels and and I say our lives are just better places for our babies and and um they're yeah, they're just so special. So they really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's even in the worst times you're like, God, I love you. I know. You're like I'm I'm cleaning pee yeah. up off the floor and I'm like, You're mm. so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's people on the blanket earlier. I was like, Yeah. Yeah, there it is again. Yeah, when you came over the other day, I was like, oh, look at that puke back there. Oh, look, there's some pee in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, right, but it's, it's 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 okay. It doesn't matter. You know, they can, they can yeah. pretty much do anything. Yeah, um, I, um, I, I, I invite it into my life as well. I have a tendency. I adopt the cats that nobody wants because they have all the health problems. Uh-huh. And so, like the peeing on the floor and the puking it's all I'm like yeah I know I it's not a surprise you know what I mean so like I can't get mad when like you know it happens because I signed up for it Mm -hmm. that's right that's right and and you know and it's not like they're trying to make your life difficult you know so it's no we know when they're doing that because there are times (laughs) when they they do that that's what I was saying to Danny the other day my one cat jungle he um he has hyperthyroid and he's going into kidney failure and um he so sometimes his tendency to go outside of the litter box is in fact an accident but sometimes he truly wants, he, he wants to go outside so bad. And I don't let my cats go outside. I'll let him go out and like walk around the yard with me, but I don't let my cats are not outdoor cats. And so he'll like scratch at the door and he cries and he just wants to go outside. And so I'll come home from work and he's crying to go outside and I'll go and close the door and he will look me dead in the eye, walk over to something and pee on it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. He knows exactly what he is doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's definitely him being an old cat with health problems, but sometimes it's a big F you to mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Just making sure you're in it with me, mama. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I can't again. I'm not going to do anything about I'm it. I'm not going to do. I'm just going to. I'm just going to clean it up now and yeah. then pet you because you're so cute. I'm just going to clean it up and I'm going to be like, "Why do you do this? Yeah. Why, why do you do this? You're and, so and naughty. You're so naughty. What a bad <laughs> cat you are. Yeah. I know. I know. You can't raise your voice. Um, because why? 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 Right? Yeah. Too many. Too many great things they give to us. And they just deserve True. everything. Uh, those are, yeah, there are, there are when people say, oh, do you have kids? I say, yes, I do. But they yes, do, do have four legs. Yeah. But I mean, they wake us up. I'm by, they want to be fed first screaming. thing in the morning. They screaming at 4 a.m. They for food. step on me. They yeah. crawl into bed with me. Mm-hmm. They do things they're not supposed Somebody's to. Somebody's got to watch them when I'm not home. I have yearly checkups for them. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's having children. It's absolutely <laughs> children my girls go every month to get chiropractic adjustments oh, oh wow yeah it's in fact this morning they went and they did their their they do naet and chiropractic adjustments and we do essential oils on them these girls are probably treated better than yes than me yes that sounds like a better life than I'm currently living oh yeah and that's the same thing we all do like one of my cats had um some teeth issues and before I was able am able to take care of that I had to get him his heart checked out because my vet he had um a heart murmur and so I had to make him a cardiologist appointment (laughs) like I had to take my cat to the cardiologist to get like an echocardiogram <laughs> and like that real life happened that that happened I got you know the little bill for it and it's like oh yeah. here's his heart rate here's the here's what the doctor said and I was like yeah I'm it's yeah this is truly parenthood yeah mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have it any other way no like, absolutely not how it should be yeah <laughs> again I mean I the two of my cats are special needs and I adopted them because of that like yeah. I, I bring these things upon myself you know yeah. And they need that and they 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 truly do. I know they appreciate it and and they just deserve everything we can give them. That's true. I think so too. Yeah. Ah, oh, well that was a good pet corner. Yes. So, pet corner is my favorite corner. So where can we find? I guess we have one final question is always the last question mm-hmm. that we do with all our interviewees, but before that, where can people find nacho no cheese? Cuz I know we like mentioned Whole Foods, but I don't think it's no I don't think you're in the Whole Foods here. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, we're not in Whole Foods in every region. So what I always tell people is um, check out our website on nachonochis.com. And then you can go to the store locator and Mm -hmm. type in your your area code or your city or I don't know what the search is, but something something like that. And, And it will show you. Uh, so we have listed wherever we are based on area codes and in, in the event that we're not in, in an area that's close by for you to actually do in-person shopping, um, you can still buy it online, um, through our website. So we do ship directly to customers. Um, and, and, you know, we also do 
tell folks that, hey, if there's a great place where you shop that you think Nacho Nochi should be on the shelves, let us know. We'll reach out to the to the store and, and send them some samples and see if that store might want to carry us. Mm-hmm. That's I love doing that. I always say that like people should empower themselves to do that. Yeah. Um, and the stores are looking for that sort of information yeah. too. Yeah. They want to stop yeah. what their customers know or what their customers want. And, and, you know, as plant-based eating has really just over these last several years, just really exponentially growing, um, they're, you know, they're looking for, for new items. And, and it's hard when you're a a product like Nacho No Cheese, I can't say, I, I really can't describe it like, oh, it's like this. Like if you've got a box of Kleenexes, you can say, oh, it's like puffs, but a different brand, right? Mm-hmm. And and so it's it's hard to describe something that they might not already know because I, I think we're maybe one of the only almond-based uh shelf stable uh cheese alternatives out there. There's a lot of cashew-based um cheeses out there and 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 a lot of um ones that you have to get in the refrigerated areas, but we're, we're one of the few almond based shelf stable, um, cheese dips, uh, cheese alternative dips out there. So it's, it's, it's hard when you talk to stores, um, to try to describe what we have. So we love sending samples to those stores so that they can try it for themselves. And, and it always helps if we've got some advocates of, shoppers who say hey yeah we would buy this if it was in the store so um check that out i know like we're we're in as far as hawaii and alaska and south dakota and and so we you know we are all all over but but uh, you know not necessarily in every store yet cool that's really cool that's hawaii and alaska yeah yeah very fun i i think that i need to plan a you know, a tasting test um, to go to Hawaii and make sure they understand enough about the product and and sample it for their customers. I I think I, I think I really owe that to, um, to the stores. For sure. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. To the stores customers. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I agree. Thank you. Thank you. I, I I needed, yeah, I, I needed some feedback on that. So, um, um, I need to start planning that. Yeah. (laughs) We support you in that. Thank you. Um, so the last question, the hardest question Uh-oh. of all time is what is your favorite vegan meal? You can have it be something you've had at a restaurant somewhere or something that you make at home or one of each ready. Go. Is there a time limit? No. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> 30 seconds. Oh. You're done. No. <laughs> so, you, you know, the funny thing is when I've gone to some really amazing vegan restaurants and, and sometimes I don't even know what they're feeding me because, and, but it's just, just total explosion of delicious flavors in your mouth sort of thing. But I don't even know what you would call it. Um, but if I were to make something at home and I, 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 as you know, I, I love to cook. And one of my, one of my recent new favorites is a sesame crusted tofu that I'm making in my air fryer. Oh my god. Mm. I am pretty sure I could eat this 24/7. Mm-hmm. 
I, I I believe that one tofu block is like maybe four servings. And I think it needs to change for the sesame crusted tofu. <laughs> that one tofu block is one serving. I'm I'm not I, I, I really think that um I think there might be something wrong with how they, you know, say serving sizes there. But oh my gosh, that is just um uh, that is just amazing. Um I could eat potatoes. Um I could eat potatoes with pretty much every meal. I love mm-hmm. potatoes. Um and um my new favorite that I'm eating at breakfast, I've been eating this for like the last two months. See, I go in phase I'll go in phases with mm-hmm. things that you know I'll be really, really into. So sometimes I can't think back farther than like a week. Um so so I'm pretty much just telling you what I've eaten this last week. <laughs> um the my 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 latest breakfast favorite has been just egg. Have you tried that yet? Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I'm down to one <laughs> jar of just egg in my fridge, and I'm a little bit nervous about yeah, it. Yeah, well, oh, you, you should be nervous because you should always buy four at a time. <laughs> so it really is. I have been baking potatoes because I mean, I could eat a potato in my sleep. I just I just love them so much. And so what I'll do is I will put some onion, some fresh onion, maybe some fresh pepper if I have it, and I'll chop up um, a baked potato that, you know, is just kept in my refrigerator. And I'll I'll saute that with just some garlic powder, a little sea salt, and some black pepper. And I'll just brown that and, and soften those onions up. And then I'll usually add some bean, whatever bean I have open. This morning it was a black bean, um, but whatever bean, whatever bean you have. And then I'll just kind of heat that up. I'll push that off to the side then, and I'll add that just egg in on the other side of the skillet. I'll fry that up, add a little more black pepper to that. Maybe throw some Veal Life um, cheddar uh, shreds on that. I I like the Veal Life cheddar shreds. Actually, you could do nacho no cheese with that um, uh, too, mm-hmm. and and mix that mix that all up. And um, wow, like it's so simple. I mean, it's ridiculously simple, but that that's been my my breakfast go to. How Can am you I hear us salivating? So yeah, right like <laughs> like we had a big meal. We went to a pop up of a new vegan burger place that's opening around us, like just before here like, interviewing, and like I, I'm full. I'm, like yeah. we ate like a, a good sized burger yeah. each. Um, but I'm like Listening salivating. To that, I'm like, like that sounds really good right now. It really does. <laughs> I love potatoes. Me too. too. Yes, like, and so that's and it's perfect. So every morning it's a different potato skillet. Oh, oh, and then this morning actually I had some corn. I grilled some uh, corn uh-huh. on the cob and then took it off of the cob. And so I always add some veggies, whether it's you know some fresh green beans or some corn or squash is really good or zucchini. Um, you know, because you do have to really try to make it healthy too, right? Mm-hmm. That's always a good. That's always a good thing. Plus, those vegetables are quite yummy. Um, and so every day I have a little different um, version. If I have avocado, I might make kind of like a Mexican sort of thing. I'll make sure I do black beans. Um, throw some jalapeno peppers in it. Um, throw some avocado, maybe some tofuti sour cream on it, and. Um, that you can do that for like 
I'm doing that for breakfast, but then I find I double my batch and then I might have it for lunch as well, or um, even for breakfast the next day or for dinner that night. I want that. I yeah. want that immediately. It's so good. I feel like your point too, the nacho no cheese would be yeah, good. Yeah, that would be very good. With the- yeah. And the hot, the hot with the, um, uh, with the, uh, with the kind of like the Mexican flair with a little bit of salsa or even just some fresh chopped tomatoes, maybe a little cilantro. If you don't hate cilantro, um, you know, just so many things you can, you can do with that. So right now, yeah, I'm doing some pretty cool, um, breakfast, like scramble sort of things. But so I know you asked and I didn't answer the question. Well, and I, no, that was, that, no, was, that was so good. good. No, that was great. Cause you now just, I want it. Yeah. There was like just so many delicious things out there. And I find that I'm always experimenting and trying new things. So what might be my favorite this week? I might come on to a new favorite. Um, like two weeks ago, my favorite was eggplant Parmesan. I hate eggplant, but I made it in, in the air fryer. And I made a fresh tomato sauce because I had gazillion tomatoes and needed to do something with them. So I made some just some fresh tomato sauce and used uh, Miyoko's Moz or the mozzarella version. And um, oh, wow, wow, just that, that flavor explosion. Um, I'm glad I, I made extra because I, I ate eggplant parm for about like five days. <laughs> yeah it was so good. Um, I'm glad that I'm not the only person who obsesses Andy mm-hmm. always makes fun of me but I like when I like a thing I tend to like lean into it really hard right, yeah and yeah. like yeah I will be like well I only eat this now or <laughs> yes like, that's okay, okay. Yeah, that's no, okay. it's really good. Yeah. And then eventually your body's going to be like, okay, I'm ready to try something Not- new and you try yes. and you try something new and it's and it's all good, you know. It, I belong to a um CSA, a community supported yep. agriculture, so so it's, you know, one of those um local organic farms and so every Friday I get to go pick up a new box of whatever is seasonal and and again, keep in mind I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so we have a very short um, summer season. Uh, so whatever's in my box, I just try to figure out. And that's why when I got these eggplants, I thought, ugh, I hate mm-hmm. eggplant. Um, what am I going to do with this? But, you know, you can't <laughs> waste food. You got to figure it out. And so, I, uh, yeah, I did it in the air fryer. And I was uh, very, very happy with that. Um, so yeah, it just depends on what's in my box, of uh, what what I'll be inspired to make, and and maybe it'll be a favorite for the week. We um Andy and I also for the first time this year are part of a CSA, and it's the same thing. Our pickups on Wednesdays, yeah, and it's the same thing. If you're like, it's like Christmas. You're like, what's in my box? What am I gonna get this week? And yeah. it's a lot of tomatoes. Yeah, that's right. tomatoes for days recently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a it's a fun way to have like a new favorite thing of the week. So I get that. I get rotating. It's, it's fine. great. And you know what to do with those tomatoes because like I've tried canning and I've done canning in the past, but that takes a lot of time. And, mm-hmm. and, um, but what I'm finding to do with these gazillion of tomatoes that we get is I'll just wash them up, chop them up, put them on some parchment paper on a, on a pan 
just throw a little bit of olive oil in there, whatever seasonings you like. I keep it simple, salt, pepper, and maybe an Italian seasoning. And maybe crush some garlic too, just because, I mean, you can never have enough garlic. True. And, and roast, those, roast those tomatoes. And, and that gives you a base to do a great sauce. It gives you a base to do a salsa. And if you have nothing, I, I even did some roasted tomatoes on rice the other day. And, and it, it was all I needed to just make a quick, easy meal. And for extra roasted tomatoes that you've done, put them in freezer bags or in, in freezer containers. And then, you know, for me, come December, when our tomatoes are not fit for consumption um, here in Pittsburgh, I can take out a bag of roasted tomatoes and, and oh my gosh, and I can do whatever with them. Like I said, I can add it to a sauce, make a salsa out of it, out of it or really whatever whatever I want. You may have just saved me in multiple yes. ways because yes, we have a lot of tomatoes and yes. also uh, in the winter in New York, also mm-hmm. tomatoes yes, are not same good thing. for consumption. They're like exactly. not, they're horrible. They're not good. They're 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 horrible. So um, yeah, so roasting and I just figured that out last year, and that was my savior because it was just so much easier to do that than can them. And, and I felt like I just had so many other options then to, to work with and, and then just freeze what you don't want to eat. And, and they will absolutely last you until December or January, just make sure they're in the right containers. And when you freeze, make sure you just have all the air out of whatever container you have, um, and that will just help them keep in the freezer better. Yeah. There you go. Cool. That was, thank you. Top that tip. I- yeah, I was gonna say that's a good tip. That'll I'm sure I'll get more tomatoes this week. I finally have run Yes, yep. I was like, did I? No, we finally run down, but I'm sure I'll get more tomatoes this week. So Yeah, they're Great. still coming. They're they're definitely still coming and you know, and you can make salsa, um, you can make just good tomato sauce, which I do in the in the Vitamix, but um but when you've got those extras and it's like, what do you do with them? Roast them because they will come in handy. Well, you heard it here mm-hmm. first, folks. Roast them. I roast I them. Them. Roast mm-hmm. them. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's our final question. Other than where, um, where can folks find you, um, your blog or your social medias? Where, where can anyone find you? Well, that's if a good question. Um, <laughs> I, can, I can be found on thehappyvegan.com. So that's where our blog is. So we've got some recipes there. I've got some demos, some cooking demos out there as well. Um, that will link you. There's a, there's a link to the Nacho No Cheese website too. Um, and then also on our website and our social media, I think you should be able to just click on, um, I think we're Happy Vegan, the Happy Vegan PGH. I'm so sorry. I don't even know what our our mm-hmm. our our things are. Um, yeah, I'm not even sure what our what our name our names are. Um, but if you go on the website, then that's what yeah. we say too. That's yeah. how we yeah. plug our thing. Is we're like, just go to the vspot.fm. You find everything there. Bye. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. The website. I know we've got we've got all of the little cool icons to connect with us on social media or. Sign up for the newsletters so you know if we're doing any tastings or if we're out and about or if we're doing any nacho no cheese specials or 
you know, just to hang out with us and, 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 and keep informed about what we might be doing. We try to share some good recipes and tips and, and um, when we find new products, we like to share that with people too, because um, it's only fair. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's only fair um, to, to share some of those other great products. Cool. Well, I think that's, that's all we have. Um, yeah. Thank you for Thank taking you. the time to, to hang out with us and share cheese and tomato tips and being awesome <laughs> and talking about our cats because let's be honest it's like when you think that stereotype that if you ask someone to see photos of their kids in their wallet or something and they're like oh please they're just waiting for you to ask them for that we are constantly waiting for someone to ask us about our cats so wow. thank you for doing that and uh indulging in our our cat talk i mean let's can, can we just face it and 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 be real that's really all that matters that's fair. Yeah, that's no, true. that's really true. That's true. <laughs> so yeah. I, I felt that I would just be doing us all a disservice if I didn't ask about the cats because, um, you know, I really wanted you to ask me about my dog. I was going to say, <laughs> and, then, and then we got to hear about your babies, which is actually a win for us, too. Yeah. Especially so, the little peanut, because yes. that now I'm going to like be thinking about this tiny little like like my smallest cat is six pounds. So now I'm yes. going to be thinking about this tiny little like three pound. Send us pictures dog. of your dog. Oh, yes. Send us three pictures. Point, three point six pounds. Um, just yeah, I'm going to need to see a picture. Three point yeah. six pounds. I think I think it was National Dog Day the other day. And I think Melissa put up on our social media a picture of of my dogs. I think, I think she may, no, you're have, right. she may have done that, but yeah, it wasn't they're... the best, it wasn't the best picture. She asked for a reason picture and, and they don't always, they don't always cooperate for pictures, but that might, that might at least give you an idea of how precious these little angels are. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, thank you for sharing them. Oh, uh, thank us. you. Thank you ladies for, for having me on this evening and, and having a, uh, just a fun, great conversation. I always love to, I always love to share stories and, and, you know, if, if, if one person can think about maybe eating vegan because of anything they've heard, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yay. So I really appreciate the opportunity uh, to hang out with you tonight. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Wasn't that a great interview? Yep. That's, it was. It actually was. That was really cool. And I'm not even lying when I am constantly waiting, like, ask me about my cats. Mm -hmm. But nobody does anymore because I don't, I mean, I don't meet a lot of new people which is also oh, like ain't I that the truth I kind of like intentionally do that too because like yeah. I'm like I have good people in my life I have really good friends and stuff and like a lot I'm of good yeah new people yeah it's a lot of work yeah um yeah. mixed feelings on it quite honestly has its ups and downs has its ups and downs so that's why I like when we have podcast guests that I can like be like oh look I know a cool person now and I get to talk to them and a new pal but mm -hmm. it's like it's through something I already do. I don't have to like go out and yeah seek people, right? I guess um, you're lucky that you no longer have a need for dating. You have no idea. I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, I do I have wouldn't. an idea. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Shit's difficult, man. Nope. Uh, nope.
You think making friends is hard. Nope. I have enough between my husband and dating you. That, well, that's what I was going to say. That is like, why I have I have latched myself onto the two of you because I just can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. I just can't do it. You know. Yeah, and you don't have to. Like, and we're I already, don't we're here. have to. I'm lacking for nothing. Yeah, yeah, because like, and I'll talk to you about your cats all day. I fucking know you will. So like, yes, there you go. Tell me about your cats. Yeah. yeah. How's jo- Moon over my hammy. Moon over my hammy. I did not know that. Yeah. Until yeah. tonight. Yeah. Andy's Andy's pretty upset by that. I think he likes it. Does he? It's it's pretty clever. You have to admit it's pretty clever. I don't even know. I think I think where it came from is because I I was calling him my hammy, <laughs> um, and then that turned into moon over my hammy. I'm pretty clever. You have to. It admit is. It. I think that's good. Yeah. And like, yeah. To be fair, Andy's just falling a little bit more in love with you, much like you fell a little bit more in love with Andy the other day when I showed you the picture of him and Dante, which he has not seen oh and doesn't know God. that I took while you were sleeping. Sweet baby angel. I did. I know the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mr. Oh, no more cats. Oh, cats. And I walk every day, every morning after I spin, I walk in and there's baby Andy curled <laughs> up small with small spoon Dante. <laughs> It's just so sweet. It's precious. I showed Kat the other day in the car, and she was like, oh. She's so nice. Yeah. yeah. You're the cat daddy. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. Well, uh, that was a good interview. Good cats. Good cat. That's that's right. Always and forever. And yeah, go to thevspot.fm, rate, review, tell a friend, hang out with us. I think the logo like for Cats the Musical is, oh, no, it's now and forever. Oh, no, I was going to say, forever. if you were going to say something about Cats the movie for some, like. It, well, I no, just, Cats, like, in general. It's ugh. Cats, now and forever. Right? Wasn't that the commercial? Yes. Yeah. So and that's it's true. Me. Cat. Cat, now, now and, and forever. forever. <laughs> that's it. End there. There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye.